Hello, everyone. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Oh, I guess if uh if I'm gonna do this, I gotta do it right. I gotta bring us up, don't it? Hey, welcome back to another episode of HBCU Hour. It's your boy Pooh Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good, my boy? What's happening, bro? You doing all right? I'm all right, man. Uh I like I ain't did this in a in a minute. We just did it last night. I know, man. You know. Came in, be like rusty. that sometimes. Be like that sometimes, man. Came One in playing rusty. Came in here rushing. That's what I should say. Came in here rushing. I mean, listen. You ain't from Russia. <laughs> Shout out to uh young Willie Mays Hayes. Got me uh screaming amongst uh But did he get a win though? That's the question. They they, they, they came back. They came, they were down 15 10, two two outs in the last inning and scored six runs. Walked it off. Okay, then. Hey, it's bad to say this. He he got another home run, right? But mm-hmm. he was next up to bat if they didn't score that last. What's call it? I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> I was like, please win this before he have to bat. Not because, not because I don't think he can do it. But uh, just in case he didn't. Just in case he didn't. I'm with you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't prepare for. I wouldn't in daddy, daddy hug me mode. I wouldn't prepare yeah. for that. But yeah. uh, man, let me go ahead and do this, man. Uh, let me give a shout out, man, to our sponsor, man. Shout out to Bet uh Bet Online. Uh, BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all basketball info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, news, and info for everything March Madness and NBA this year. From the Final Four to the NBA playoffs, BetOnline is your sports information headquarters this season. If you love sports info, score, scores, news, and podcasts, you can find everything at BetOnline. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website. That is BetOnline.ag today. Use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Shout out to everybody in the chat. You got Dave in his thing. Say he first. Good evening. What's good, Dave? Hey, Hello, my boy. he was mapped tonight, Dave. He was on it. That boy still don't know what stop means. That boy said he gonna full go. Full go. Somebody walked up to me and said, if you that fast, you ain't, ain't no need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's good, Josh? <laughs> hey, oh, literally, I <laughs> literally, I said, you that fast, ain't no need to stop. Hey, what's the reason to stop? But uh, 
we have a special guest should be joining us shortly. Uh, but man, let's go ahead and talk, man. We we had been able to talk about a lot of stuff has transpired. We were able to talk um some Southern did get a new basketball coach. We talked about that yeah. a little bit. Um Scuttlebutt, the Scuttlebutt. When I talked to uh J Max and uh, uh uh G the other night, J Max was saying that uh because I, I talked we talked about Carlos Sample. He said that uh it, the rumor is that he is supposed to be joining the staff. He said with Carlos Sample on the staff and, and with uh the new coach, he said, man, Southern might be dangerous, real dangerous next year. I know I know recruiting wise they should. They should get a little mm-hmm. bump up. Yeah. Um we talked about the um um uh, we talked about the uh, uh we talked about uh staying home, you know, some of those players to stay home mm-hmm. from the Baton Rouge area and stuff. Um get some of those guys to come back, you know, it's kind of the same thing LSU was doing. Uh but yeah, if they they were saying that it's it's a kid of I forget where the kid's from. He's from Baton Rouge. I forget what school. Uh, but they were saying that if they can get him, man, say they might be dangerous. So um trying to think, man. We got some more stuff that's going on. Um Tuskegee. speaking of basketball coaches. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say speaking of basketball coaches, uh a few schools announced, officially announced. Their hires. Uh, I know North Carolina A and T men mm-hmm. officially uh, announced their new coach, and Grambling women's basketball coach was officially announced. Uh, I believe on Tuesday. So, speaking of basketball hires, you know there's some official announcements that have been made since we last spoke. Yeah, um, yeah. North Carolina A and T did make their uh, coach. Um, Announcement. We I talked with with um Dave a little bit about that. Dave said that um because the AD spoke, he gave uh it was last Monday. It was Monday actually. He was saying that the AD said that basically um they will hire um they will hire an HB. No, they said they will hire a coach. You didn't have to be an HBCU grad, mm-hmm. but that is preferred. Because then there's somebody who'll come in who knows the you know saying the at least the the workings of a yeah. HBCU. So yeah. I'm trying to find uh, these names because I don't want to just I don't want to mess it up. Uh, Tuskegee coach, hey, uh, women's basketball coach, Miss uh, Trelane Powell. Well, former Tuskegee coach, uh, she actually just accepted a job at UNO. Uh, moving on to the privateer. So congratulations to her, man. She did an excellent job uh, with the team, uh, not just this year, uh, but excellent job. Uh, and she is moving on. Yeah, I hate to see it, but I guess you could consider that a step up, I guess, yeah. technically. I mean, I mean, you move from D2 to D1, but – I mean, yeah. 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 All right. Just What's up? Uh, yeah. Grambling's uh Courtney Simmons. Courtney Simmons. Um yeah, she they had a press like you said, had a press conference mm-hmm. introduce her. But yeah, Courtney Simmons is the new women's basketball coach at Grambling. Um I'm trying to think we're missing somebody else. We're missing somebody else, Grambling. North Carolina Anti Southern. Um Tuskegee coach left. Um, I think that's it. That might be on the basketball front. Um yeah. but 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 bump 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 bump. I do want to say uh let me pull it up first. Fisk gymnastics. The uh, trying to find it. So I get the names correct. About the the gymnast. Yeah, the gymnast. Yeah. Uh, I know one for sure. 
Yeah, I definitely know one for sure. Um, but boom, boom, boom. Um, here it is. Um, Fist University gymnast, uh, Morgan Price, uh, Liberty Mora, and uh, Zaya Coleman all earned first team All American gymnast honors. Man, shout out to them, man, because uh, this was the first year for. Uh, HBCU having gymnastics. They came in, they did the job, they got the honors, and um, hey, HBCU women lead the way. Definitely, definitely. And hopefully we'll see some more of that to come since we'll have more programs joining them in the competition ranks. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Coach Asia, friend of the friend of the show, Coach Asia Sims, uh, Asia Sims Fletcher, uh, over there at, at Talladega, they got their first two recruits, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. I see she hit the ground hard recruiting, and uh, hopefully she, you know, she pulls up pulls in some All Americans over there for her as well. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what they do. Um, I see if I find their names uh, because they went international with their recruiting. Oh, really? They went international. To so you, um, the connection. Huh? Yeah, um, yeah. It was uh the they got a uh, what is it, incoming student? Uh, it was a Kirsten Johnson. Uh, she became the first uh, commit, and then um, Jamila Duffus. I don't want to say it's it, it's spelled it's D U F F U S. I don't want to say doofus because that's what it looked like, but it's I'm gonna say doofus. But she's from Kingston, Jamaica. Doofus. I know. Yeah, they're gonna kill me for that for that attempted patois. Um, yeah. but yeah, man, they they went international with the man. So shout out to Fizz, you know what I'm saying? Taking them steps. Why are we on the non traditional sports? Let's go. Shout out to Grambling and Texas Southern. Bingo. There we go. For both winning uh, cheerleading national championships. Grambling won the co-ed national championship. First HBCU to ever win that championship. And Texas Southern, Don't not sure exactly which division that they won in, but I know they were also the first HBCU to win that respective division as well. So, salute to them, man. Yes, sir. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Chuck, what's good, Chuck? Chuck coming in with the facts. Uh, Earl Hilton is the athletic director. Yeah, he's correct at, at ANT. Um, and he said Courtney Simmons, uh, alumnus of Louisville, BR native. Yes, sir. Um, but we got a guest in the building, man. We ain't gonna hold him long. Uh, we can talk a little bit more football, man. We've been talking football, spring football, and uh, want to bring him up, man, because he he been doing some traveling. He been hitting hitting them the road. Going all these different places, but he went home first. So uh let's bring him in. Host of the SIAC talk, Mr. D2 HBCU football himself. Welcome to the uh HBCU all man. How you doing this evening? Yeah, what's up, man? Appreciate y'all. Too. It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah. I see you got my boy in the background, Mr. Aaron hey. James. Got to have him, Skiggy Legend, new head coach. You know, yes, sir. Um, uh, spitting good things. Uh, Pritchett, Alabama, stand up. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so shout out to to Coach James. But uh, man, how you been, man? How you doing, man? I'm I'm doing well. How about you all? Good to be here, brother. Good to be here. Appreciate you for joining us, man. No problem. No problem. Yeah. So I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna make sure I say Clark Atlanta because them folks was after you and they was all on you <laughs> for not saying the Atlanta part of Clark Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I normally don't push back on that, but because of the page, you know, as far as um my regular work is is history. So um I actually have a lot of respect for Clark Atlanta and the merger. So uh when he came at me like that, it was more so me saying, Hey, this is a football jargon page. Um, I mean, no disrespect to Clark because I'm one of the few people who actually 
the, I meant, were you at the spring game? You know, like it was like things <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not your enemy. I'm your enemy one time a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. So, I feel you on that. Uh, before we get, you know, since started talking about the the spring games that you know, saying the Tuskegee spring game and and Clark spring game, I'm asking you this. Uh, I know you was a, a you know, saying you was debating Alabama State uh Edward Water. Um, have you decided which one you're gonna hit? Um, I'm probably gonna go to Miles. Um, and this oh, oh, that was that's what it was. Yeah. Miles or Edward yeah. Water. My bad. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go to Miles, and it's uh mainly because it's probably gonna be one of the more spring games that I'm actually going to be in tuned in. Yes, I've gone to Tuskegee Spring Game and I've gone to the Clark, but um they weren't especially the Tuskegee. It wasn't really like this advertised, you know, all these events around him. Um, there was also like a scare of the weather, so it wasn't really advertised. If you knew, you knew. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I, so it's just one of those things. As far as like Miles, um, there. I mean. They have some events planned around their spring game. Um, I'm just going there. Every spring game I've been to, I'm going there for one specific reason, and that's O-line play across the country. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care what anybody else is doing. Uh, every time, every game I've gone to, I, I'm looking for O-line play. I'm looking at kneecaps. I'm, I'm looking, <laughs> <laughs> looking at uh, the ankles, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's, that that's all I care ankles. about. He can't do nothing. Yeah, yeah, D four recruit. Look at them ankles. Nah, buddy. Forget what you're saying. Um, what's the, what the offensive line been looking like so far? That in what that you've seen. Uh, as far as to skip, it's just going to be growth and development of those um, players. Um, you see in the SIC this real big contrast. So you look at teams like Benedict, who really hit the portal really hard last season and got those grad transfers in. And everybody else pretty much had, you know, younger offensive line. I think Tuskegee, we only lose one off the offensive line. Um, He was a hometown guy. Uh, So just seeing those guys take the next step, you know, see if they cut out all those bad steps, all those, you know, the choppy feet. You know, mm-hmm. Just see if, if, if we grow and develop. Now the jury is still out on whether I see development or not, but um, you know, hey, uh, offensive line, they're usually like, you know, the last group to jail. So, yeah, uh, we yeah. just have to see. Yeah. So, I know you said all you were looking at was O line play. Um, how did uh, Skeegee run their, their, um, the spring practice? Because I, I know a lot of people are doing it, you know, in different ways. Was it kind of a, uh, First team versus you know ones versus ones or was it ones versus twos or or was it more just like situational? So originally I thought it was going to be the the you know the the ones versus the twos, but um, they kind of mixed in you know like they threw in some seven seven on seven, so it was more like a practice um, for for ski than anything. Um, if you ask me, even though uh, they did advertise that the uh, defense won, the red team won. Um, okay. and it was like six, eight, something like that. Um, for the most part, um, it's, it's a lot of competition, um, in a lot of spots. Uh, Tuskegee last year had that influx of players coming with former head coach now AD, uh, uh, roughing with him from miles. I think we had six or seven transfers in, um, just to see those guys now fully, you know, in that Tuskegee culture. Uh, seeing the guys that were already there, you know, and just seeing the, the competition. That's what I appreciated most about uh, the the spring practice or spring game, whatever you want to call it. What's the level of competition, especially at quarterback? Um, I think we have the best quarterback in the conference, um, bar none. Um, I know mm-hmm. the people at Fort Valley will argue me. Um, yeah, I mean, they have a great quarterback at, <laughs> at Fort Valley, but I'm talking about we have three guys that I'm comfortable with pulling the trigger uh, any game for us, so um, I I think that we are really blessed in the quarterback position. How is the how is the transition going to be? I know Coach James is like you mentioned earlier when we started Tuskegee Legend, but how is the transition going to be from Coach Ruffin to Coach James? Well, how how do you see it going? I say that. Um, for me, like I, I would say, like it's going um, rather smoothly because he was on the staff last year. Um, yeah. One of the things that that I thought, you know, and, and my way is not always the right way. I would have loved to see him. I know he was, you know, in the press box last season, kind of wanted to see, you know, how he interacted on the sideline mm-hmm. or whatever. But clearly, the guys, the guys love him. Um, 
He's bringing back that, um, you know, that younger feel uh, that Tuskegee was missing, you know, uh, that we kind of got away from with Slater bring back the old Tuskegee intensity. Um, so, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. We didn't have a lot of guys hopping, you know, in the portal to um, go. So we retained a lot. Um, so that's, that's always a good sign. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Especially this day and age. Sorry about that. I was on mute. Um, let me ask this. Um, this is the third third head coach in in three years. Um, we understand the transition from Ruffin to, you know, saying Coach James. It, so it's not necessarily the traditional, you know, saying oh they just getting you know say coach after coach after coach. Um, but how is the how's the team? And I, this may be kind of the same question, but a little bit different. How how is the team reacting? I guess you say um, to a, I guess a younger head coach. Um, I, it was like one of those things that um, the players instantly bought into uh, Coach Ruffin coming back, uh, which was something that I was a bit concerned about at first, knowing that the the rivalry between Tuskegee and Miles has kind of taken off to be mm-hmm. one of the best rivalries in Division mm-hmm. Two football. And um, it's, it's a heated rivalry, you know, like it's just something that it's um, a championship rivalry. Yeah. You know, like when I was at Skiggy, who who was Miles? You know, it was like there was no <laughs> nobody was studying Miles. Um, we didn't even see Miles as a rivalry. But now you ask, you know, Skiggy students today, who's your rival? They're going to say Miles. So then to mix that many players from Miles coming over. And that was one of the things that. Coach Ruffin was really honest about could he get those guys to mesh? And so you see, probably about the fourth game of the season, um, things start to turn around for us because if you look at that first game with Fort Valley last season, you would think we were probably on our way to an 0 and 10 season easily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Uh, the first game this, uh, yeah, is that one going to be in uh, Montgomery too? Yeah. This is the, okay. yeah. Uh, it was a three year contract with that uh, gotcha. Fort Valley. Got you with that at the Crampton Bowl, which mm-hmm. I, I let me say, when I was in high school and we played the Crampton Bowl, that was the worst one of the worst fields <laughs> I had ever been to. <laughs> but um, they worse really Legion. way worse, way worse. Sta- Legion I guess was, Legion, the field ain't bad. Legion, the stadium, in, in yeah, the yeah, no, the field was terrible, terrible. It was like, cause you. It was like it's one of them uneven fields. It was. It was a field you literally. So I don't know if it used to be a baseball field or what, because it's like they had like, like dugout for the bench, <laughs> and you can literally you'll be sitting in, and it just the field will just arch over, and you couldn't yeah. see the other side. It was just it was terrible. But they they went yeah. and re like put full remodeling. It's it's real nice. They played two bowl games there. Several of uh, other. Not necessarily classics, but you know, saying kind of neutral site games there. Yeah. So, so it's that good. that Crampton Bowl was the magical stadium that um I would argue helped uh put uh people who were not paying attention to North Carolina AT on when they came down and beat Jacksonville State uh that yeah. year in, in Crampton yeah. Bowl. Um yeah. and so uh it kind of has like that magic, that magical allure that kind of happens, you know. Uh for of course Tuskegee used to dominate Bama State in Crampton Bowl. Um, we used to dominate them in their own house, but uh, hopefully we get back to those ways, you know. Mm. They, they, I think, what, the first, what, two years when Alabama State built their new stadium? Yeah, we were, the, we were, we went in there and gave them their first L and, you know, housewarming gift. They'll never live that down as long as, you know, it's out there. They will never live it down. Uh, they can win yeah. from now until the day I die. I don't care. We we beat you to <laughs> your first game in your new stadium. <laughs> um. So normally, I know y'all always play um, or, or find a way to play Alabama State pretty much almost every year. Um, whether it's the it was the Turkey Day Classic, now the Labor Day Classic. Um, y'all got A and M. Now we're back in the Turkey Day Classic. Back in the Turkey Day, uh, but y'all got A and M this year for A and M Homecoming. Um, it was a little spicy last night with A and M folks. So we I ain't gonna start no stuff with A and M folks tonight. Listen, I'm not starting nothing with them A and M folks. I live I'm up saying, here with don't y'all. Don't even say that coach name. Don't even say I, his name. I, listen, I, you know what I'm saying? I love y'all Bulldogs. I'm just saying like that because I, I got to live with them. Y'all don't. But uh, that's got to be uh, uh, exciting. You know, so even though, I mean, granted, I know they schedule y'all for homecoming, but that's still got to be exciting. 
So, you know, um, well, it wasn't the last time, time before last we played, and then we played them um, at home. Um, that was what 14, 15, one of those years. Um, and then uh, came to Tuskegee, and it's like one of those games. Uh, once we get in Turkey Day Classic, we're no longer in the runs for the playoffs. Um, right. It doesn't allow us to go to the playoffs. So I'm always saying if we get back into a Turkey Day Classic, then bring back our old rivalries. You know, like if if we were committed to uh, the D2 playoffs, I would say, hey, no, I don't want to see an a I don't want to see because I want us to be in the best position for the D2 yeah. playoffs. But since we, you know, we're back in Bama State, hey, put them on the schedule. This shouldn't be a year. That Tuskegee and them do not play. The attendance shows that you know that we should play. It's something that the fans want to see. It. So I think if they do it right, that's going to be a big time, you know, money maker. You know, um, we don't mind playing them for uh, homecoming. You know, it is what it is. They they can catch the smoke just like Bama State catches the smoke. Uh, now we do have out. Now I will say we do have a harder time uh, with. And them, but you know, hey, they struggled to beat us when they did have a key of glass. So I don't have any concerns mm. about them this year. Um, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, but I will say this, you know, I think what uh Tuskegee's like 0 and 4 against um Maynard um uh, when he was at um Winston Salem. Um he beat us twice, and then um he has beaten us um at AM um in Mobile the last season before last, if I'm mistaken. Yeah. So you mentioned if you mentioned now that y'all renewed the Turkey Day that y'all aren't eligible for the D two playoffs. Which would you rather prefer? Would you rather the you know playing in the playoffs or do you like the Turkey Day? Well, I mean, um, our AD has you know hinted about us possibly wanting to go D one. Um, is we've mm. already had an exploratory committee uh, that was commissioned at one time before, although they have ceased. Um, so there, there's a groundswell of people who would like to see us move up. One of those things is that most of our rivals um, have already um, moved up, you know, and have been up for quite some time. So you start talking about uh, brand expansion, you know, what could moving up uh, do for us. So um, I, I like, you know, if we're not going to stick around D2, yeah, let's let's go ahead and um, get, our, get our feet wet, you know, um, continue to play. And dominate the swag as we have in the past, you know, as a D two. So I already know we're gonna do when we go D one. But but yeah, you know, um, I I like it because I I do like certain games. You know, certain games just uh, it breeds something. Um, there's something special about HBCU football, it and um and the culture of it. And um, if it takes us missing out on the D2 playoffs because really, after a while, you know, we, we lose interest. But however, to and money. Yeah. Unlike some people, though, I do have a thing where I don't want us to run from. Mm-hmm. I want us to go because we want to go. And just so happen if y'all do end up on our schedule, yeah, y'all getting the smoke too. Um, you look at Tuskegee, Albany State have been like the only two teams in in the SIC that really has some success in the playoffs outside of Central State back when they were in um, – I forgot the conference they came from. You know, uh, they made a run in the playoffs um, one year. But, you know, it's just one of those things where I don't want it to be said that we're, we're, we're ducking the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, if we line them up, we should be able to beat them. You know, like we had West Alabama on the schedule this year. Uh, we were beat them. Uh, we've beaten North Alabama, you know, these Division II uh, perennial powers. Um, and I just want to see the conference as a whole, that if you decide to do the playoffs, do what it takes, win. You know, no way a dominant Benedict, the way they dominated the conference, should have gone and gotten dominated by a winget the way that they did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something. I got to be a little petty. Real quick, okay. for, oh, and, you already know what I'm finna, what I'm finna say. When y'all gonna get some likes? We don't need them. <laughs> we don't need them. Um, there's an exchange when the Miles, when Miles was good, uh, mm-hmm. they had one of the best uh, media pages out there, and uh, Miles was known for smoke. So like, there's this um, back and forth where he, he was like, "Oh, uh, y'all should get some likes," and I'm like, "Well, those likes didn't help y'all win no football games because y'all still got losing records with those likes. So maybe y'all should cut the likes off." Well, <laughs> well, let me let me say this. Let me say this now. It's a requirement for you to join the swag. 
that you gotta have lights. So let <laughs> before before you start talking about coming and whooping up on the swag, and I ain't saying you're wrong. You know, y'all might do, but just just get, just get some lights before you start worrying about whooping up on the swag. You know? Now we'll at, see least, this at, least, about. at least at least whoop at least whoop them in in in, in the lights. You know what I mean? At least, at least let them see the whooping. Now we'll see this about uh the swag. So I'm. I'm for moving up uh, the division. I'm not sure if I'm um, for moving up and trying to be a part of this whack. That's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. Um, but the likes issue, I meant uh, the AD Coach Ruffin, uh, AD Ruffin, has um, hinted to a couple of things with likes. You know, um, the, the shed at night would be crazy. I, I will say that. Um, and so if it's unveiled the right way, Man, that's something. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like that, hey. that's gonna be real high energy. So can you whenever imagine, that day comes, man? Can you it, imagine it's, brawling it's, parlay under under some uh, some LED lights? <laughs> uh, hey, I'm talking. I'm talking. I can see it now. Hey. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The you know what I'm saying boom, 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 and the lights. You know what I'm saying? With boom, the beat. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boy. What? All right, listen, we're going to have to get off here because I'm finna jump through somebody. Hey, I'm finna, I'm finna go ahead and finish my application. If you're that <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have, I told myself, hey, you got to go down the rabbit hole. Hey, if, let me if you, see. YouTube, I was, so ball, I ain't, <laughs> YouTube, I parlay. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was oblivious to ball and parlay okay. a few months ago. And Pooh told me I got to go check it out. I watched about 16 videos on YouTube. And I, I had uh, pulled up an application. I was halfway done, uh, you know, <laughs> up through applying to uh, go to Tuskegee so I could experience that as a student, you know what I mean? But at nighttime, I could only, man, after a full day of tailgating, you know what I mean? You get that, man. Yeah. And, and what's crazy, um, prior to balling probably really taking off, um, there was a chant that was equal. Of course, like everybody had a cell phone like they are now. It, yeah. was, it was a get it all song that used to go off just as hard as Ball and Parlay used to go off, you know, goes off now. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely a culture. Um, Tuskegee is yeah. one of those places where teams, they hate to come. Um, they're really rude. Um, back in the day, you know, they used to throw the chicken bones at the at the visiting team. Like it, it's it's hostile down there, dog. It's you know, we from our chance, your mama's a man, all kinds of stuff goes down there, you know. So hey, yeah. um it, it's real down there ski, you know. It's crazy, and cause there is no visitor section. You li- you either gonna sit on the home side, <laughs> either gonna sit on the home side. You know what I'm saying? And chill your team on that's on the other side getting getting all the smoke from the student section under the shed. So yeah, we'll we'll put you in the corner. Um, uh, you know, at least they don't do them like they did back in the day. They used to put the visiting band on the on the side um up over them by the shed. Like mm-hmm. early 90s, you would see the visiting band on the other side of the shed. So it was like, no, nah, we gotta move them folks from over there because it's not happening. So yeah, uh Skiggy is just, you know, it's it's a wonderful place. Um so um uh, wherever we go, if we do go D1, um, I think that um uh, it's it's a different we would just add to the culture, you know, like yeah. some people say some schools would maybe way to sweat culture down, but I think Skiggy would be an asset um uh, just because of the football culture that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Man, listen, we we I could talk Skiggy with you and, and hear about the mile night, but let's let's talk about Clark a little bit. Clark Atlanta. For those of you, uh, all right, all right. For those, of you, for those of you who are, uh, those who listening, that was Pooh Bell who said that. Don't include I, any of them. I said, I, I said, no. But uh, so um, Clark, you know, what I'm saying how how did they look as far as you know, what I'm saying I know you said O line play. Let's start there. How did they look? Uh, whew, Clark Atlanta. Um, they they are a work in progress. You know, um. This is a team. I think they've had two, maybe. I think they've had one season over five hundred in the last twenty years. So this is just a historically bad team, you know. Um, now that they have Coach Slater there, um, we're going to see if Coach Slater can build. I, I've read certain people write and say, um, can he turn? Uh, Clark around how he turned Tuskegee around. I just want to make sure the record is set that 
Tuskegee wasn't a rebuild program when he got there. Um, so he just continued the success and not taking anything away from what he did, what he did at Skiggy, because uh, he definitely took Skiggy to some um, new heights. Um, however, it just wasn't a rebuild program. Um, you look at Jakari Atkinson, Kevin Huff, those guys were already there when he arrived. So um, him going to Clark, you know, I felt like that was a little bit, a little bit different. Um, one of the things that I feel like they needed to address, they are, they are small. Um, they are, they're just small and they got pushed around a lot, you know, last year. Um, but they got a running back coming back. They got a wide receiver coming back. Um, they have uh, a really good um, linebacker in Xavier uh, that he's back. So I was looking just to see, you know, hey, uh, what do they look like? I didn't I didn't know what to expect from them. Um, I think they're going to hit the portal. Uh hard to to fix a few of the issues that they just need fixed right now but overall um they'll be decent if they just get some interior defensive linemen um they they need that bad i mean they got a guy that he has heart but when you start talking about the benedicts of the conference yeah that size is just going to uh doom you in and that's what happened to them last season the teams who were not the best up front defensively they competed well they competed well against Allen, competed well against Tuskegee. I mean, it took us to two overtime, three overtimes. I one of them. Um, I was just glad we got out of there with a win. But uh, they, they, you know, if they fix that, um, I don't know what to say about their pass blocking right now, and that's just overall for the conference. It's will they get better? You know, so last season. Last season, you saw like a lot of um, true freshmen starting, and I think that you might see that again. This, you know, for a lot of position that they just need people. So hopefully, those issues are addressed. But other than that, um, oh, their QB play, Whew, okay, yeah, you know, they had to transfer from Fort Valley, um, and I think it's still up in the air, man. I, I think they're still they're still trying to find that guy. Um, you know, whether one of those guys step up, you know, they just, just got to put in the work. It's a lot of passes that they're going to need to make if they want to be competitive, you know, in the conference going forward. Yeah. So <clears throat> with you watching, going and watching O-line play, naturally O-line is going against D-line. Um, how how have the D-lines looked so far from in both Tuskegee and, and uh, Clark? Um, I, yeah, gotta say it. <laughs> yeah, um, surprisingly to me, um, outside of just Clark's, um, being small in the, on the interior, uh, their defense seems to be um, going to be an anchor for their team this year, which is surprising. Uh, I I was shocked uh, to even see them that way to see their defensive backs to play the, the way that they played. Um, of course, that could mean one or two things. Either Clark's offense is, is really bad or their defense is going to be, you know, so it's like 50-50 yeah. uh, on, on, on yeah. what that is. You know what I'm saying? So um, for Tuskegee, uh, we're really athletic. We were just so young last year. I mean, when I say we were really young, we were really young, um, especially up front. Um, I would like to see us add, you know, a few uh, edge rushers, you know, God, we 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 needed some. Like you look at, you go back and look at our film, man. <laughs> we could bring a blitz. I don't care. We blitzed the whole team. We wasn't <laughs> getting nothing. <laughs> I mean, so you know, um, just seeing those guys grow. Um, I think we have a good um, linebacker core um, that's coming back. Uh, we got burnt over the top quite a bit last season. So I, I think we addressed that. You know, we're still small. And like um, I was talking to. Um, I was on HBC nightly talking about how small our DBs are, just the conference yeah. as a whole. Um, but Clark doesn't have it. Clark is actually – they have, you know, larger DBs, so I think that would be a benefit for them, um, and especially the scheme that they run. So I know you said you're going to Miles this weekend. I mean, you can only go to one. It's like 17 different schools having a spring game this weekend. So 20. I know – there's 20 total. Yeah, I know it's something like that. But so 
What do you? I know you said offensive line play, but what else are you looking for whenever you go to uh, to Miles this weekend? And what do you expect from them? You know, coming up this season. Um, I have no clue what to expect from Miles. Uh, what I do know is that um, Miles was not a one in nine team. The, the, the record was one in nine. They were not a one in nine team. Uh, they were one of the few defenses that could keep Benedict under control. They were able to keep Albany State under control. I think um, Benedict only had one offensive touchdown against Miles. And with that explosive offense, the defense for Miles was amazing. It's the same defense that kept Bama State scoreless uh, for the whole second half. They just struggle on the offensive side of the ball. Um, they lost so much. Um, and they just couldn't find their guy, their their QB. So I was really expecting when they signed, I expected them to have, you know, three or four guys, QBs that they yeah. that they signed. Not a QB in sight on the, <laughs> on the <laughs> not a QB in sight. So I, I'm just going to see, like, hey, what y'all yeah. what y'all doing over here? You know, maybe they got a secret weapon. Uh, that they had hidden somewhere, but um, it's just, you know, out in the open. Um, I think they lost their – did they lose their wide receiver coach? I think he's at FAMU now. Um, so, you know, like it's a lot of shuffling around. Um, that's one thing about being those position coaches um, in the SIC. A lot of those guys, you know, they get opportunities because the pay, you know, just to be honest, the, the mm-hmm. Division two position coach pay is not what they can go teach high school, you know, and coach and, yeah. and, and and make double that. So much respect to those position coaches that stick it out um, at those institutions and do a, a good job. So just much respect for that because the pay is not uh, what it should be for the type of jobs that they're doing. But just, you know, um, just to see how Miles is feeling out, you know, in this new era, their post roughing era, um, to see what the offense looks like. Um, I expect it to be totally new, uh, totally revamped, uh, because they were going back to – I think they played like six or seven different QBs last season. Uh, and, and none of those guys – I mean, you're going to look at the numbers. I don't think any of those guys had uh, like overall 40-some percent. I think one guy had maybe had 55. Uh, but all the rest of the guys were 48, 43, you know. So uh, yeah. they struggled to move the ball, but their defense the kept them thing. competitive. Yeah. So I know you're probably going to say Skeegee, but right now, who you got winning the conference? Um, I think the conference is either Fort Valley's or Tuskegee's to lose. Um, I know a lot of people will, will say that uh, Benedict uh, can repeat. Um, it's not that I don't think Benedict has the pieces to repeat. Um, what we saw last year with the dominance on the, the offensive line for Benedict, it was like one of those things that magically happened. It's hard to get all those transfers in and they miss uh, yeah. the way that they yeah. did. Um, now, if Coach Bear, and I'm not saying that Coach Bear can't do it again because, I mean, that man can sell you anything mm. if you listen to him talk. You know, um, it's something about um, the South and those preachers with that. I mean, those guys who are kind of like those preacher uh, mannerisms to them. So um, if anybody can get the job done, I, I would say that it, it would be Coach Beer, but I, I think with what Fort Valley has coming back, um, that they're in a good position. Um, the the schedule, some people argue, favors um, uh, Benedict to repeat, but I think Benedict runs into a brick wall that second game. I mean, that they have Edward Waters, and everything that I'm hearing out of Edward Waters just makes me like, why are we playing them for homecoming? Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. so it, yeah, is that me? Is that me? That thing was off. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was. Can you hear me? I was wondering. Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I was gonna see if that was a. I was wondering what that bit when 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 he was gonna mention Benedict whenever I was talking about one in the conference. Yeah. I I was asking so, Morehouse Central. Central State. Uh, yeah, I was trying to look and see. Uh, you got Morehouse and Central State on the twenty second. That's gonna be my next question to him 
and, and Kentucky State. Yeah. So, uh, I know he mentioned he was having some issues earlier. So, hopefully, we yeah, can get him back. This weekend, uh, this weekend, you got Allen, Elizabeth, I mean, Edward Waters, Lane, Miles, Savannah State. It's yeah, literally, there are 20 or more. There you go. All right. Yeah, my bad. My laptop died, and I thought it was <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, brother. <laughs> it's been one of them type of days. <laughs> yeah, we understand. So, hey, trust me. So <laughs> we been there. My my next question was going to be: If you weren't going to Miles this weekend, where were you going to be? Um, I would probably um would have made the trip to Jacksonville to see uh Edward Waters, um just just to talk, you know, uh, surrounding. Um, I've it's very rare that players hit me up this early in the season, but they've been hitting me up. You know, they've been telling me like um, something special brewing. And uh, I, I tend to listen to players, um, not so much what they say, but their actions. Um, um, if they can, if everybody's working privately, you know, a lot of the guys that I follow just, and I see them putting in that work, um, they, they, they seem to want to win for Coach Morgan. Um, and I think uh, you should take that into consideration when people talk about them. So, um, I mean, they were real feisty, like, last last season. I mean, they weren't pushovers. Um, they wanted to address a few issues. So uh, when the Bethune-Cookman uh, fiasco happened, you know, they, they feasted on a couple of guys that I feel like mm-hmm. could really come in and, um, and help them. Um, they recruited heavily. I mean, they're in Florida, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they're there. There's a lot of talent there. So Right by Georgia, um, too. Yeah. Uh, they had a transfer. Um, oh, man, now why don't I remember my guy's name? Um, they got the transfer for Al- from Alcorn that uh, they feel really, you know, comfortable with him at that uh, QB position. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of talk about him. And just the way they do things, like they have great coaches down. They have coaches who have a history of winning. I mean, you know, they have uh, uh, Brian Jenkins on the staff down there. Like they have coaches that know how to win uh, at Edward Waters. So it's just, I, I always say it's just a matter of time. Like, is this the year? We'll see. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question because you just mentioned, you said the fiasco at, at, at Bethune. What, what happened? I'm just playing. Don't answer that. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I, I am not sweat, so I stay out of sweat. <laughs> uh, but now, nah, let, me, let me ask this. Uh, next weekend in, in SIAC, you've got uh, Central State, Kentucky State, uh, Morehouse uh, spring games. Uh, are you planning on attending one of those, or are you just going to take it take a weekend off? Or? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the Morehouse game Um. Uh, um, a couple of guys will be around that also um, host the SIC uh, talk with me. So hopefully, you know, we get to meet up and uh, and watch Morehouse. Um, as far as Central State and Kentucky State, um, Central State, yeah, I mean, they're there. They have a quarterback um, in Brandon Cowles. Um, it's just can they bring their defense? You know, like their defense would show up one weekend and should not show up next weekend. Um, with Kentucky State, who knows? New coach, new system. I mean, they have been this ground and pound team for the last seven, eight years. Uh, they have a guy that comes in that says, all right, we're going to throw the ball. So I know they're going to go through their personnel lumps. Um, they had a couple of guys hit the portal. Um, one actually just got offered by Norfolk State. Um, I was wondering why a lot of their defensive guys were sitting there um in the portal because if you go back and look at Kentucky State, Kentucky State was if you knew like their struggle, how they competed on the field in spite of their struggle, I would took my chances with any of those guys because they they grinded it out and they were just one game away. I mean had they beaten Ski, they would have been in the, the championship game. Man, um I think you've you've at least all most of my questions. I think you answered them all. Um I'm trying to think what else. Um you wanna go to the to the CIA thing? I mean like what you got 
I know you you mainly do SIAC, but you know you 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 yeah, mentioned me too HBC. Yeah, those C I what I say CIAC. I'm sure. Yeah, but CIAC. Yeah, it's one of them days, like you said, bro. But yeah. uh, who you who you think looking at that at that conference? <clears throat> you ain't got to break down team by team or nothing like that. But like, who you think is gonna be somebody that's gonna probably be one of the powers, and who you think is gonna kind of struggle over the um, uh, with, with that CIAA, man, it is, is, you know, um, I never can get a pulse on what they, what, what they can do. I mean, you know, for a couple of years, Bowie State was like the standard. Then you have Virginia State. But just looking at recruiting, um, because I, I, I looked at Benedict and how they were recruiting against, uh, uh, the Virginia States, uh, yeah. because they, you know, they kind of recruit in different areas. Um, Benedict won a lot of those recruiting battles, um, but Virginia State, I, I think, with um, Frazier there, that they, you know, that they're rebuilding um, and that they're going to have some success. Um, I saw a couple of guys Shaw picked up that I think, you know, will add. Uh, we get a Shaw versus Benedict right off the bat. Um, so uh, that'll be interesting, uh, really interesting, actually. Um I, you know, I, I guess I don't want to. I don't want Winston Salem people to to jump on my back, but I, you know, I think that they're probably still gonna find themselves at the bottom, and I and I don't mind. I, you know, out of the CIAA, I do not like Winston Salem for a plethora of different reasons. So I don't mind. <laughs> so Stephen Gaither, you know, those guys. Um, yeah. Um, I, I'm no, no, uh, and we owe them a real butt whooping. Uh, and coming up real soon, so I hope to see him. But um, that conference, you know, it is what it is. It's normally, you know, one or two teams. So I think Virginia Union is probably poised That's to name, uh, poised to come back. I know, like, somebody was even shooting around that maybe Phoenix would end up at Union. And I said, whoa, wait now. <laughs> Hold up. Pump, pump the brakes now. No, 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 no. I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> um, that would be, hey, be kind of scary, bro. Yeah, I was like, no, that's not necessarily where, you know, where I would want him to go. Now, if it's opposed, I mean, because Wingate offered him. Yeah. If it's Wingate or Union, of course, yeah. no, Union, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, bro. Uh, but um, I, I I think Union will be back good. I, I don't, And I don't think Bowie State is going to stay down uh, for long. Um, I, I think they'll be. You know, right back. I think it was just a little transitioning for them this year, but um, I, I I like their coach, so you know, we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know nothing about the football team. I'm gonna say I don't know nothing about the football team, but if social media is anything to do with it. Bluefield State got something to say, you know, saying coming into the CIW. They 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 social media like they pages. I clicked. I was like, man, this is this is dope. I was like, okay, this yeah. got a top notch. But now, nah, um. I know Bluefield State going going there. Um, I don't know how they're gonna fit in, uh, or how they it's gonna look over there. Um I, you know the the interesting thing about about Bluefield um state is uh they played a couple of SIAC teams, um, to kind of like one thing about them, they do not stray away from trying to see where they measured up. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. they will not be the bottom of the CIAA. Um, I can tell you that now. I mean, they came in and I mean they beat Central State. <laughs> and it's like I mean they they whooped up on them. Now they didn't they they got beat down by Fort Valley, but Fort Valley was arguably the second best team in the SIAC last year. And I've been telling people that had we not had the division this year, the championship game would have featured Benedict and yeah. Fort, and Fort Valley. You know we had a format that we have now. So uh, Fort Valley was the second best team, so they they handled you know their business against Bluefield State pretty handedly but as far as like them coming in and just being the bottom no i think they're middle to middle to upper pack easily yeah uh man before we i want i want to say uh i appreciate truly appreciate you coming on with us chopping it up uh to do what you do because i first of all when we start covering hbcu and start talking hbcu uh even just doing swag like the entire conference, you know, say so it was a little, t- it was a task. Um, then we started talking more swacking me at, 
And I was like, okay, that's that's a task. Um, and we trying to get information on SIACCIAA. It is it is hard. So to do what you do, man, I completely applaud. You know, what I'm saying definitely. applaud what you do, uh, and definitely appreciate it. Um, definitely a resource that I use. So. <laughs> Whenever, whenever during the season, whenever for like scores and you know just kind of breakdowns of this and that and all that, it's hard. Like he said, it's hard to find on on D two football. Man, I go straight to Twitter. D two I'm typing. I'm going straight to the page, bro. So I appreciate what you do, my brother, because it helps us. It helps people like us, you know, stay up to date on what's going on, bro. So salute to you, brother. I, I appreciate y'all and. Uh... Yeah, you know, like um, the resource thing. No SIDs with the conference. Yeah. Like we, we we struggle to keep SIDs. There's probably four or five schools right now that don't have SIDs. Um, so it's like that information is is you have to just go there. And luckily, you know, I try to keep them. <clears throat> I try to keep a good, you know, pretty steady relationship with with the different coaches. It's, it's always changing. Right. Um, yeah. to, so um, I just tell them, you know, I I I pride myself in not putting anything out that's probably going to embarrass, you know, um, them just to keep those working relationships to have, you know, that kind of access to know what's yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, let, let me ask this, man. Tell the people where they can find you, man. So, you know, they can, you know, went, you know, get the same stuff we get, you know what I'm saying, information from. So on Twitter, you can follow me, uh, D2HBC Football. Uh, we do a Twitter space uh, coming back. It's going to be every Sunday night at 7, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time um, on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, Skiki Historian, Instagram, Skiki Historian, um, where basically I talk about history and I do a lot of HBCU football history on both the pages. And, um, man, just once again, just appreciate y'all for having me uh, to highlight and talk about SIAC football. Hey, don't worry, man. You, oh, I ain't going to say open seat, but you definitely welcome to come back to the house, man. Come eat with us and <laughs> oh, yeah. chill with us. Um, and and we, we ain't even touch on that part, but next time you come, the historian part, we're going we're gonna to touch on that too because that, that's so dope, bro. I, I learned so much from that. I got you. No problem, man. And enjoy my time up here with you guys. All right. Before you go, I, I, this ain't football related. Uh, it's not SIAC, but I, I do want to talk about this real quick before okay. we get up out of here. And Texas Hold Southern up. against oh. Kansas in baseball. Oh, yeah. They got robbed, cuz. For those of y'all who didn't see, uh, Texas Southern was down uh, 11 to 7 to Kansas. Bases loaded. Uh, gentleman comes up to bat for Texas Southern. And hits what looks like a home run. A grand it, slam. A grand slam. Uh, it looks so much like a grand slam that the third baseman dropped to, you know, saying bent over with his head hung because he Man. knew it was a wrap. Referees came back over the umpires and said foul ball. No, well, first, first, the left fielder was like foul ball. So the third base umpire looked at the left field and was like, oh, he said foul ball? Foul ball. Yeah. They reviewed it and said they could not determine. But, it could not be overturned. It, it was what uh, make it inconclusive. Worse is, what make it worse is, if I'm not mistaken, they had already scored like four runs that inning or something along them kind of – some to make the comeback, had the base loaded. They hit what looked like a tying grand slam in the ninth inning at that. And to have the game basically, I ain't gonna say stolen, but you know, kind of taken mm-hmm. away from them in the stolen. Mm-hmm. All right, stolen. They was you know, robbed. We'll go there then. You know, they was you know had a game stolen from you because the, the the people in blue feel like you know you don't deserve to win. I guess. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and that happens. It's so common in every sport in every sport um we have those opportunities and and it hurts even mm-hmm. harder because to get in those positions to compete exactly. you know what i'm saying like to to put uh kids who choose hbcus like they put so much on the line to compete and when you get the opportunity against so the the the, the impossible odds that are stacked against you to have it ripped away you know that's 
that's hurtful and it's and it's really something that has to be um addressed and called out you know um when things like that happens uh because it is unfair i know people say well people lose all the time and one one call doesn't uh affect the game yes it does i've seen one call impact a lot of games whether it's the momentum uh, which a lot of times, you know, can't be measured, but uh, whether it impacts momentum, whether it impacts, like, the mindset of the game, like, there's a lot of things that a call can do. Um, and that's really unfortunate. I'm going to have to go off and go look at that um, when I oh, get out here to see that. And, what, and what, what's crazy is they the umpires getting called out by not just HBCU people. They getting called out by, like, college baseball, you know, publications and, and pages and things like that. Because it's one thing to lose, you know what I mean, whenever you lost on your own accord. You know what I mean? You lost because you didn't measure up against the other team that day. They was just a better team. But right. for you to put yourself in position to give yourself a chance to win and nothing that you did caused you to lose that opportunity, that, that's, that's wrong, dog. It's just like the and, other and, call. And that's a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for some of these right. kids, man. Right. You know, they, they're not going to get the chance to – to go to a, a power five or you know a, a bigger institution like Kansas, and 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 have opportunity to play at that on that field at that level, you know what I mean, and, and right. have that opportunity again. You just took that one shot to say, yeah, we took down a, a, a big school, a power school, whatever you want to call them. You know, we took down a, a power a power program, and you just took that chance. Yeah, and that's that's so unfortunate. It's like even though other call didn't determine the game. Um, it was a uh, I forgot who was playing. It might be like Mississippi Valley State yeah, versus yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Dude just wanted to get home. Dude wanted to get home. Yeah, it's ready to go. You know, um, it's 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 there. I mean, I've seen our former baseball coach uh, when we go and play. You know, those power Division two uh, schools just get bad calls, and he's like, you know what? I'm getting thrown out because my guys need to see that I'm fighting for them. You know, they 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 kick out um, because sometimes some of those calls are so. Um, and, and I understand, like uh, refereeing, officiating is you know is is difficult. And a lot of times they they I don't think they approach it uh, trying to make bad calls. But it's like yeah. some of those calls, y'all y'all got to come on, man. You know, you don't, and, you don't impact and I. I as a as a person who was raised by a referee, my granddad was a referee for like forty years. I will say, like most of the time, they get it right. You know what I mean? Like most, like ninety five, ninety whatever, it's a high ninety percent. They get it right, but it's the times where they get it wrong that stick in your head like this. You know what I mean? Like, and so I don't want to make it seem like I'm just bashing referees. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, it's a difficult job. I could do it. So, you know, I, I want to give them credit when they're right. It's just whenever you are wrong, it can have such a big effect like this. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Last story, and we can get ready to get up out of here. Uh, fastest 100 meters in uh, America belongs to an HBCU uh, student athlete. Florida Memorial University uh, sprinter Saminu Abdul-Rashid ran at the 2023 Hurricane Alumni Invitational. He ran a 100-meter dash in 10.04 seconds. That is the fastest time in both NAIA and NCAA. Yeah. And and that's sixth overall in the world. Yeah, I was about to say, that's Olympic times, dog. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. God. God. Yeah. There's fast. And then he got a ticket uh, for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Buddy don't even call Uber. He just ruined his spot. He going to be. Shout, shout out to him. Shout out yeah, to that that's, program. That's bad. That's yeah, bad. It's funny because every time I see uh, Florida Memorial, I say, <laughs> I say, fam, you. <laughs> that's the first thing <laughs> popping in my head. And I, oh, it's for Moo. Uh, but not nah, Florida Memorial University. Uh, Shout out, they, that's a you keep watch out because they also are the only HBCU with the beach volleyball team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
So yeah. that's a program I think is uh, on the rise. Not Very not just so. in, not just in football, but multiple sports. Very much so. Uh, but again, man, uh, D two, we appreciate you coming yes, on. Sir, Thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, Sam in the in the chat chimed in and said, "Great show tonight. Hopefully, we get the word out more and pack it out here next time." Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you, Sam. Uh, we're definitely gonna keep doing what we do. You know, what I'm saying the people gonna show up. You know, what I'm saying if you build it, they will come. Hey, you know what you gotta play. Don't even you know what you gotta. I, play. I'm trying to find it because you know we when we switch. What's called it? I know you didn't, dog. I don't. I, I got it. I got it. Uh, I, I got it somewhere here. I'm trying to find it. Oh, so when I find it, hold on, give me a second. I all right. Mm, you gotta get the people what they want. You got to, bro. You gotta get the people what they want. It's only right, man. You know what I mean. But yeah, we we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We'll be back on Monday, same time. Well, no, not the same. Is it the same time Monday? No, we'll, no? yeah, it, it will be the same time Monday. Yeah, same time Monday, nine we'll o'clock, right back here. Uh, breaking down all eight thousand of the spring games that happened in this weekend, man. <laughs> A little bit more, whatever you know. What all your latest and greatest for HBCU sports will be here, man. Appreciate uh, hold y'all on, the for tuning in. We we got it. We got. It. I got to do. I got the blank with. I think I got the wife. Um, but if not, man, we'll uh we'll at least play a little bit of it for for, for the, good, we'll play a little bit of it for for my man. Sunny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. great man. We want to thank uh Bet Online for presenting this show. Uh we'll be back again. Like that, we are out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.